what you can do is you can get in the game and sometimes you're going to get a fucking black guy. You're going to get knocked out. You're going to get knocked down. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. Put in the hours and take what's ours. Welcome to the Action Takers podcast. I'm your co-host, Nate. We got JC here with us. As always, JC, how is it going? Nate, to be quite, quite honest with you, it has been a roller coaster of a week. It's, uh, I mean, from from driving across the country, being back in the state of Georgia, and just, you know, it's just been an emotional roller coaster, to say the least. I'm back in the uh, the sweaty hot garage recording this podcast, which is exciting because I've you know, kind of consistent audio quality, which is, I'm, I'm excited about. So I'm doing, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing as good as uh, Hurricane uh, Idelia, to, to say the least. I'm at like 100 miles an hour, and I'm just, I'm ready to get after it in this podcast. How are you doing, buddy? Dude, I'm the same. I'm doing great. It's been a, a great last week at work, you know, fucking hitting, hitting records for our store. And yeah, man, it's awesome. Beautiful weather. I mean, I can't, I can't complain. Everything's going, going good. Beautiful weather, huh? That's, that's what, that's what people in California say. Okay. When the thing's not burning down, all right. Or it's not shaking. It's one of the things that we get asked all the time since we moved from California to Georgia is like, are the fires that bad? Are, are there really earthquakes all the time? And I'm like, eh, I mean, we, I've never been bothered by a hurricane or not a hurricane, but, uh, like a wildfire or earthquake. I mean, we felt them and stuff, but dude, Georgia, holy shit, dude. It's, it's been crazy weather wise. It's, it's like hot and humid and there's fucking hurricanes. I never thought I would have bought a property in the path of a hurricane, but I sure did. I sure did. We got, we got hit hard. It, uh, you know, hundred mile an hour winds, you know, fucking rivers running down main street, you know, just, we, we have no clue what's going on, but the, the weather wise, uh, I will say this afternoon was absolutely amazing. 81 degrees, a little humidity and, uh, you know, feeling, feeling good about myself, man. That's, uh, that's crazy having to deal with, uh, the hurricanes, right? Like, I don't know. It's, you see it on TV. Um, you see like these, these areas getting like totally wiped out. Um, and, and the thing is, it's like, there's hurricanes, like multiple hurricanes every year. Right. And, and most of the time it's fine, but, but when you got these big ones that freaking just take out homes and, and stuff, it's just, uh, it's just crazy. You know, like, man, what, what do you do then? Well, dude, I have no clue. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> we're, we've been put in a situation where, you know, I kind of, I kind of joked last week, uh, off the podcast to Nate, because I had a customer, um, at our storage facility freaking out about this hurricane. And I, I simply told her, I go, what do you want me to do? She's like, well, can I get a discount? And I'm like, what? I've got to pay my bills no matter if this hurricane hits us or not. And you have renter's insurance. Like, what What are you worried about? What do you want me to do? Drive down there and try and stop this hurricane? Like, there's no fucking way. Like, it's it's simply going to hit us or it's not going to hit us. And my my brain was completely... I I didn't even think the hurricane was going to hit our storage facility. And sure enough, it didn't. It, it hit our duplex about 800 miles away, like more like 350 miles away. And it just completely destroyed everything. And I, I was thinking about this uh, with, I was having a conversation with my, my wife, cause I was, you know, when this, when this news broke, it was like, I was still only halfway across the country. So I'm driving across the country and I'm like, what can I do to solve this problem right now? And, at the end of the day, it's like, you can't do shit about it. Like it, things, things in your life are going to happen to you. And it's just the way it goes. Like there's no, sometimes you're out of control and it's not because you did anything on purpose. It's just, 
you you were just kind of I don't want to say the victim, but it's just sometimes you you run across a little bad luck or you 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 get a little unfortunate and you can't really do anything about it. So why worry about it? You know what I mean? You just got to take one step and you know foot in front of the other and and just keep grinding and keep going. I mean, and that's a good I mean metaphor with a lot of stuff we we talk about where where you can control what you can control, right? I mean, you, you run into those people that are just worried about all these things and stressing and, and overthinking about things that like you have no control over, right? You can't do anything about it. If something's coming, it's coming. If something's happening, whatever it is, um, or just that, that's all you can do. I mean, control what you can control and let everything else happen, especially with fucking natural disasters. I mean, what, nothing you can do. Um, nothing, and, and so there's really no point of stress. I mean, I get it, especially if it's you're living in that house. Yeah, or, or it's yeah, you're gonna be stressed. But I mean, get out of there, or do what you, what you got. But, but man, it's just just stressing about things is that you have no control over is just a way to freaking just negativity and, and not good. And, and there's no point. It's it's stressing you out for no reason. So um, well, it, it's it's a hard thing to do though. It's it's difficult, and everyone that I've told this story to about this hurricane hitting our one of our rental properties, and we're we're going to be affected. Like it's we've got a fucking creek in our backyard for this one of those rental properties. I mean, we've got you know hundred foot tall pine trees, and I'm sure literally lifted up off the ground and decided to WWE slam right into the roof. And I'm sure it's destroyed, and I'm sure it's all fucked up. And we still don't have any details yet because they just got power back. I mean, hundred mile hour winds literally lifted up three hundred power poles. And threw them like they're fucking toothpicks. But I was thinking about this and I was thinking about like shit, like how unfortunate. You know what I mean? And and we're in the South, so we know that there's gonna be there's there are gonna be times where you're gonna have to deal with some weather. And it's not necessarily forest fires or earthquakes, it's gonna be hurricanes and it's gonna be tornadoes. And those things are they don't hit all the time in the same place, you know what I mean? Like they come in hundreds of miles from the ocean and fucking decide to, you know, literally take a dump on your house and I just, I've been thinking about this a lot. And a couple of years ago, we took a risk and bought a rental property. And people are like, oh my God, like that's so risky. Like, what if the toilet breaks? Or what if the renters, you know, destroys your place? No one brought up hurricane. Okay. <laughs> like, that wasn't in the risk. <laughs> that wasn't in the risk, you know, formula. And it just, it, it cracks me up because, like, uh, the people that are sitting on the sidelines, not willing to take risks, not willing to have this experience, I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to be able to actually go through the process of having to go through like an insurance claim and, and have to make decisions. And I'm going to learn from these things because I did take a risk and I'm going to be better out for it. Now, we took the necessary steps in the beginning. You know, we didn't just pay cash for the house and not have any insurance in a hurricane fucking zone. We, we did the proper things of getting proper renter's insurance we had we made sure the tenants you know had renter's insurance in case something like this happens we did the necessary steps where when these things do happen it's a big deal but it's not it doesn't make you it doesn't put you in bankruptcy does that make sense oh yeah i mean yeah which is what the whole point of all these things are right like i mean you know, there, there are people that like, believe it or not, and, and across the board, I mean, you, you got insurance for everything, right? You got, that's why they require car insurance. So obviously you, you want to have homeowner insurance. You want to have insurance for different things just in case. And, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people that forego, uh, insurance. And then when something happens, uh, you're sitting there, um, yeah, not, in, not in a great position at all. Um, so, man. 
Well, it just so I I just I kept thinking about like the folks who have not taken their money and invested in something that that pays them monthly in cash flow and you know this one particular property has paid us you know eight nine hundred nine eight to nine hundred dollars a month for the last like three years and it's gonna it's i mean what what were we gonna do if a hurricane hit like you can't do anything about it but what you can do is you can get in the game and sometimes you're gonna get a fucking black eye you're gonna get knocked out you're gonna get knocked down and it just reminded me like in any type of risk that you take you're going to get knocked down. You're going to be incredibly lonely. You're going to be in a position where it's going to feel horrible. But the, the the reward of not taking the risk is so it's dude it's it's astronomical how much how much better it feels. I mean, I look at the first you know, first 4 months of 2023, I was able to you know, I was able to go and travel the world based and living on this rental income. I was essentially able to retire. Now we're kind of at the bottom of the mountain where, you know, the, the avalanche is literally just piling onto us and we're trying to survive. But I think it's one of those things that's just going to make it stronger and it's going to make that risk tolerance of like, fuck, that didn't knock us down too much. Like we got back up and we're still in the fight. And I just look at the people on the sideline and I, and I feel bad. I feel bad that I tell them these stories and they're just freaked out. You know, it's it's like the it's like the uncle that owned that one rental property where the tenants fucking stole everything. They they destroyed everything. They fucking stole the toilet and the fridge and they, you know, put holes through the door and it's this worst experience in the world and you and you and you don't you don't get in the game to experience yourself to have, you know, a, a different outcome or a different outlook or or be able to take that risk. And I think you know, at least the lesson I've learned here in this last week is, you know, sometimes you take some risks, sometimes you get a black guy, and sometimes you get fucking crowned the champ. And, you know, at the beginning of the year, I was fucking, I was champion of the world. Dude, we were doing this podcast on a Thursday morning and I was in fucking Thailand. Like, that's incredible. And it just, right now I'm in, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in the corner on the fucking stool. I've got 30 seconds left. I got a fucking guy icing my face because I just got knocked out. And I'm trying to get back up and I'm trying to get back in this fight. And I just want it to be a reminder to like, to the listeners, to the, to the folks who are willing to take some action, willing to actually take in our message and, and, and our, you know, our content and go do something with their life. But it's going to be risky. You're going to get a black eye. It's going to be incredibly lonely. But the, the overall, you know, when you do win that one day, it feels fucking amazing. Man, and just to continue on that, um, it, it, it's what it's something like I, I speak on, right? Like getting uncomfortable. We, we both speak on getting uncomfortable, whatever it is that you're doing, because that's that's how you're going to get growth. And and to just go. So I just had you know uh, one year, um, uh, you know, meeting with with my boss and and our GM. And you know, one of the things that my GM said is like. Um, one of the things about you is you don't mind putting yourself in uncomfortable situations and like, you know, you see that like you'll go and just get in those uncomfortable situations with, with, uh, with customers and, um, and yeah, like it, it, so to me, that was like, just talk about, you know, that, what we're talking about, that was like a, a major compliment, right? When someone, when someone notices like, like, man, this guy will go and just do whatever it takes, right? Like go and, and put in. In those situations that most people, I got a lot of people around me that don't want to do things. Like I got, 
people that like you know my the, the sales guys they don't they literally don't want to go do things they oh, i don't i can't i can't go present this i can't do it. like and and as a, as a sales manager it's like okay you know then when it's just a, a thing that i still can't grasp sometimes when when people are like too afraid to go to go put themselves in an uncomfortable situation i gotta go tell my customer this i gotta go tell them that hey yeah your credit's not that good so this, this is your your interest rate hey this is this is where you're at with this car like and, and people are literally afraid to go do that and, and that's like so to me you know how we're talking about this uncomfortable you know people oh that's that's risky it's all these things is that is like literally the only way you're going to grow is taking these is taking risks and that's how you learn i mean you could, we could read all the books we want in which reading books or learning from these people we're watching online or listening to the podcast they help they do help so you can <laughs> mit- mitigate the risk yes. but, but, yeah but but the only way you're truly going to learn is you're putting yourself in that fire like going and doing it yourself and it's it's one of those things that man if you really want to move and grow and do these things that like you're doing, man, like you said, you're going and going on these trips because you decide to invest in these, in this uh, rental property and your storage units, like you're doing these things so you can go do this. Putting yourself in those situations is, is how you're going and getting to the next level. And, and there's so many people, like you said, sitting on the sidelines and just, Oh, I'm, I'm worried about this. What if this happens? Well, what if, what if I don't do it? Then what? Then I'm going to be like you. I'm going to be like you and just be average. And you just got to that. You always got to have that in your mind. Like, what if I don't do this? Well, and that's the thing. Like Nate, Nate and I have a unique history. Okay. And if, if you, if you haven't been a long listener to this podcast, Nate and I used to be deputy sheriffs. There were certain things that were horrible every day. Okay. When you have to take a, a, a someone's, you know, father, mother, husband, wife, children, whatever, and put them in a body bag and literally ship them off to the morgue, I guarantee you the the more difficult things in your life are not as that difficult. Having a conversation with a widow about their dead husband is one of the most challenging and difficult things I've ever done. Notifying our tenants like, hey, uh, there's a hurricane. Um, It's probably going to blow over the house. I'd get your shit and leave is way easier than having to talk about losing someone. And I think I think being uncomfortable in those situations, one, they're not that scary. They feel scary before you do it, but you just got to rip the fucking Band-Aid off and go after it. And to touch on one of your points, I used to listen to these podcasts, and I used to listen to these books, and I, I used to consume this content. But the thing that I've learned the most is by doing, Okay. I'm a big believer in learning off someone else's mistakes. I think that's a huge part of of being an action taker, being an entrepreneur, a business owner, a, a great employee. I think that's super valuable, but I think the most valuable thing that you can actually go do is take some fucking action and go experience those uncomfortable times. Because I have listened to the podcast where the guys, you know, 20% of his real estate portfolio has been wiped out by a fucking tornado. I'm like, oh, no big deal. You got insurance. He's like, yeah. It took two years to get our fucking insurance claim, you know, them to pay me. And they're like, oh. He goes, yeah, it was an incredibly dark time. I thought I was going to lose my business. I thought I was having to, like, go get a job. I was like, I was going to have to make all these sacrifices and, and do all these things. And they're like, well, what was the outcome? And he goes, well, I'm filthy fucking rich now. <laughs> like, I travel wherever the fuck I want. And if 20% of my, you know, income gets wiped out, it's not that big of a deal. It's because I was willing to stay in the game. I was willing to be uncomfortable. I was willing to to not 
to not just lay down and give up and go back to your fucking nine to five or go back to your old lifestyle. Because I think a lot of people, you know, have this courage, have this willing to take action, read all the books, do the podcast. And all of a sudden they make the decision to go forward and they make one step forward and they get fucking knocked back two steps. And they realize it's harder than they thought it was. They realize that it was going to take twice or three times as long, or they might need more seed money, or they might need more investors, or they might need you know another opportunity, another up, or whatever it is. But if you just don't give up, if you just don't fucking quit, you are going to win in the end because you're willing to do things that other people are not willing to risk. And I think a lot of, especially Americans, God, we have such a great opportunity right now to take an incredible amount of risk because taking two, three, four, five, six steps back is not that fucking hard. You know, if things got really bad, I can put on the fucking bulletproof vest. I can put, I can strap on the gun, get into a patrol car. I've got the level of experience, the education and the wherewithal to go and do that job again. But if you get knocked down and you're like, this is too hard, well, then you're never going to succeed. Because you've already you've already quit before you've ever given yourself a, you know a chance to succeed, and it's and it's the, just that I mean there's so many uh, jobs or opportunities or, or things to do that it's like it's um, yeah you could always go back to something else so why not take that risk right like why not what what is so what is so great it, it, I mean really to to really be blunt what is so great about your life right now like what are you you really talked to most of what are you going to lose your 2017 Toyota Camry your like, you know what I mean? Like you got people who take risks every day that, you know, they're, they got their billions or houses or land, but like lots of stuff online. And you got other people like, ah, and I, I can't, I'm not want to lose, lose what? Like if you really, what, what are you going to lose? Like what, what, what do you have to lose? And, and when you have, um, you know, when you have lost things and when you have, you know, gone, gone to the bottom, make mistakes, you know, lost your job and, or you take the risk of going to a new job and maybe it doesn't work out. Like there's, you, you realize it's really not that bad and you have to, it, it's, I don't know. Like I, I just can't imagine not doing things that, that are, you know, taking those risks because it's like, man, it, it's so much greater, um, on the other side. And, and I, and I haven't experienced real greatness. You know, I just experienced little, little successes that are like, man, that's, that's awesome. I want more of that. Well, I think, dude, I think, I think the thing I take away most from that is the thing that you don't lose is the fucking knowledge that you gained. Okay. I can, I can get a black eye. I can get knocked down on the ground. I can get fucking knocked out. My nose broke. I'm fucking bleeding everywhere. But the training and the experience that I gained on the way to get to that fucking ring, to get into that brawl, to get into that fight, to take that fucking risk, you realize that if you do get knocked the fuck out and you're outside the ring going, holy shit, what the fuck happened? A hurricane just hit my house or my fucking, my competitors just literally just wiped me out. You didn't, yeah, you might've lost financially. You might've lost some time. But you didn't lose the knowledge. And what is so difficult to gain in this world is the knowledge to succeed. And I think that a lot of people don't realize that, you know, whatever they're trying to accomplish in their life, say it's, you know, they want to make, you know, $10,000 a month, if that's one of their goals. And you know what? They take all the risk in the world and they get knocked out and they get they get knocked down and they fucking they go bankrupt. They lose the Toyota Camry. They, they got to move back in with their girlfriend or their parents or whoever. 
you realize that the lessons that you learn on that journey to get back to that particular position, you haven't lost. You still have that experience. You still have that knowledge. You still have that skill set. Now you just need to pivot. Now you just need to pick. You go, ah, meh, a duplex in Valdosta. Fuck, just got hit by a fucking hurricane. Maybe what what is hurricane resistant? Huh. I don't know. Maybe it's more storage units. Maybe it's you know, maybe it's a different asset class, or maybe this is a blessing in disguise because the knowledge that you gain, may, maybe the you know expertise that you've acquired. Oh shit! Now, oh, we just, we had a duplex. Guess what? We're gonna take the same money the insurance provider is gonna pay us. We're gonna make a fourplex. Whoa, whoa! You didn't get wiped out. You just fucking doubled your income. Now, it takes a black eye and it takes a fucking broken nose to figure that out. But the thing that I think a lot of people need to understand is, you know, when you do take those risks and you do educate yourself, that's the knowledge that you're never going to lose. And you might forget a little bit, but it, it's it's like riding a fucking bike. All right. My grandma hasn't run on a bike in 30 years, but I guarantee if you handed her a, you know, a, a Schwinn or a Huffy, you know, with a banana seat, she'll figure it out. She'll, she'll know how to ride that bike. Yeah. So even on that, right, it, it, it's, as bad as it sounds like it's like you're actually getting a new opportunity right like you you took the risk you got this you got lost you got you got devastated you're probably lost this duplex but and, and you're gonna have to weather that right still making payments or whatever you got to do and maybe it takes two years to get the money but hey now you got this new opportunity right now now from everything you learned can you take that and make it even better than what it was you know you you get a second chance or you get you get a, a to start over whatever however you want to call it it's really that knowledge and, and that's i mean that's just what life is about no matter what it is the, the mistakes you make maybe you make that bad investment of you put two thousand dollars five thousand dollars into something you you lose it all and maybe, maybe you get some money again and now you know what to do with it this time right not to not to make those same mistakes and and with everything i mean no matter it's not it has to be investments or, or things but any of these risks any of these things you do it, it's you need to learn from them because there are those people too that'll keep making the same damn mistakes over and over again, you look at him like, dude, you've done that like three times. Why, what, what do you got going on? Um, and, but even that, like even you touched on, you know, making 10 grand a month, there's, you know, there's people that won't, Hey, let me go get the sales job, man. That's too risky. I mean, I, you mean I got to work every single month and it starts over to, to make 10 grand a month? Like, yeah, every, every, but, and people won't do that. Now I'll, I'll keep making four grand a month here on my hourly job. Like, bro, you can, you can double your income. Like, let me show you like, Dude, what what you can do and uh it's nah I don't fuck I gotta every month it's gonna <laughs> be back to zero yeah I don't know like that the 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 actual like it was it's same with entrepreneurship and sales like I'm actually having to earn your money every single day every single month uh, is just for some people too much too too scary and and they'll 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 stick with what they have and, and not the opportunity to to literally double triple quadruple your income. Um, just to, just have to work harder though and learn and take risks. Well, dude, and I, I just, I hate to say it, but I, I don't understand those people. I just don't. And I can't surround myself with them. I, I can't be around them because they just, they just make too much sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> they just make too much fucking sense. And it drives me fucking mm. crazy. All right, listen, you know, in 35, 40 years, I could have a comfortable living at $4,000 a month every month. You know, if you invest your money in the Vanguard 500, it averages an 8% return, and it's wonderful. 
and at age 69 years old, I'll be able to live out the rest of my life making $4,000 a month. And I look at that and I go, you know what? That makes complete sense. You're going to have a great life. You're going to be able to take one, two vacations a year. You're going to be able to get off at five, be able to spend time with your kids. It's probably not going to be very stressful. It's, uh, you know, you'll probably have all your hair and all your hair that's not gray like mine. Yeah. <laughs> but then you realize you're not going to be able to do some of, the, some of the cooler shit in your life. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wanted to run a fucking marathon this year. I want to run a 100-mile fucking ultra marathon. Good luck. At 69 years old, are you fucking kidding me? What are you trying to break a Guinness World Records? You know, what, what are you doing? You know, take the fucking risk now. I just can't hang out with those people. Because it. I was I, I was sitting down with my wife, and my wife and I are fucking great partners in this sense. Because we sit down and we fucking dream. And we go, and after we get done to dream, we go, well, how the fuck are we going to execute this? Because it was cool because I was thinking about, like, some of the things that we want to do in our life. She goes, you know what? You know those fucking rich broads on fucking Bravo TV or whatever, and they host, like, charity events? I go, you want to host one of those? She goes, yeah, I think that'd be fucking be really cool. And I go, you know it'd be even cooler? To be able to sit there and write a fucking check. Because the average people, the people that just go, you know, I'm going to make four grand a month. I'm going to retire at 69. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be great. They can't write those fucking checks. They, they, can't, they can't drive a Bentley. They can't drive a Rolls Royce. They can't go on a yacht. They can't travel the world. They can't do any of that shit. And it's like, great, you, you're average. That's fucking awesome. You're enjoying your life. You like driving your fucking, you know, your fucking Nissan Versa. That's fucking amazing. But like, life is, you have one opportunity. You have one fucking chance of this life. I don't know what's beyond this. I mean, maybe you're religious. Maybe you're not. Maybe you think aliens are going to fucking, you know, rip you, you know, up into the space and fucking probe your ass. I don't know. But I'm saying that, like, fuck, life is, you get one shot, you might as well fucking take a risk. Fuck, take a hundred risks. Like, who cares? Like, it just, I don't know. And I know we need the worker bees. We need the fucking person at McDonald's to fucking, you know, get my order fucked up. And we need the fucking waiters. And we need the fucking guys willing to, you know, bust their ass dick in the ditches. But I'm just saying, like... If you have any, if you, if you've gotten this far into this podcast, you have what it takes to fucking be successful. You have what it takes to go and strive and be a better version of yourself. And I think you just got to fucking separate yourself from the fucking average. Stop listening to those dipshits. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like the group of, it's like the group of poor people sitting around talking about how to get rich, but none of them are fucking rich. And that drives me fucking crazy. It's like, oh, if we just invent the next Nickelodeon. I'm like, Nickelodeon fucking like went bankrupt like 10 years ago. What the fuck are you talking about? If we make the next Snuggie or the next Yeti, I go, do you know how long it took Yeti to fucking get popular? They go, how long? 12 years. Are you willing to work on something for fucking 12 years to be a billionaire? Oh, do you just want to win? Do you just want to win the lottery? Because that's what most people want. They just want the instant gratification, not willing to do the fucking work. And if you're listening to this podcast, pay attention to Nate's fucking Instagram because that motherfucker does the work. You know what I mean? I'm I'm lazy and I do the work. You know what I mean? Like, I'm lazy. I get it. I like to get rich slow and lazy. All right? That's why I buy real estate. All right? I could have taken all my money, invested in some business, and tried to make $100 million. But no, I'm the fucking Warren Buffett of the group. I get that. I understand. Nate is going to be incredibly... He's going to be so much more wealthy than I am, but I'm going to be the dipshit that's like, I'll catch up to you. 
what about 80? <laughs> like that's just the way it goes. So I, I don't, I, I went on a little rant there. Sorry, Nate. It's occasionally once, once a podcast, I kind of go nuts and, you know, kind of get black, you know, I get blackout. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going blackout and just trying to scream at the audience to get them to not be fucking average, bro. Well, JC, I'm trying to catch up to you. All right, you're you're the one who does have. What are you so talking about? I, I, I'm I'm just you know I'm just here with my uh, my fitness, and uh, you know wanted to be the best version of myself. But dude, that's uh, to, that's another yeah. thing. That's another thing. Like you have to stop comparing yourself to other people around you. Like I look at successful people. Like I look at Grant Cardone, and I look at fucking Donald Trump, and I look at you know Jeff Bezos and and Elon Musk, and I look at all these fuckers. And I'm like fuck, one day. You know, or I even look at guys that are like, who 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 be, who who dove into entrepreneurship way earlier than I did, and they're younger than me, and they're fucking worth hundreds of millions of dollars, and I'm like, fuck, God, I just want to be where they are. But sometimes you got to realize you're on your own fucking journey, and and you got to go through the uh, different experiences, and you got to write a different book than they do, because it's no fun to copycat. Trust me, I want a hundred million dollars, I really do, but I'm gonna do it slow because I'm you know busy getting hit with fucking hurricanes god damn it but that's the way it goes uh, well you know and it, it's it's funny because there's there we're, we're especially right now right where we're the the personal development the people we're looking up to are like they are so big right now they are at these different spots making millions tens of millions hundreds of millions you know or worth you know all, all this money and and it's but we've really all and, and it's funny when we kind of really look at it, we've only really known them for the past couple of years and that's really when they've really taken off right I mean the the larger than life I mean maybe it, yet they've been working on their craft or what they've been doing for decades and we don't see that we don't know that we've only seen them now when they do have these millions of dollars hundreds of millions of dollars and it's it is it's hard right we we do have to kind of put it into perspective like yeah, they they've They've kind of got this recently, but yet they no, but they've been working on it for a long time. And, and that's where it's, it's hard. Even, even us, right. We're, we're just in the very beginning, you know, in, in 10 years, 15 years, that's where, I mean, that's, that's where I'm going to be, but I, it's right now and it's hard right now in this very beginning stages where we are, where we're just, we're just getting started. It, it is one of those things. And, and when you're, and when you're, especially when you're trying to tell people about that, they're like, ah, no, that's, that's. I can't do that. That's, that's for those, that's those people, you know, they, they got lucky or they, you know, whatever it is, whatever excuses they want to make where they don't want to even get started. Um, you know, and, and that's, I mean, what, what I, my goal is like, obviously be the best version of myself, but like who, who else, who else can I help, man? Like who else can we get on this journey to be like, let's get started. Let's go. Let's get, let's get your finishing in, in check. Let's get your, your diet in check. Let's get you, uh, getting your skills up to, to start, Start selling. Start doing whatever else it is. Uh, starting your business, whatever it is you're not starting. Let's get started on it and and get on this journey together to be the best versions of ourselves. Well, and to to everyone that's that's sitting out there, you know, listening to this and 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 scrolling through social media and recognizing these 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 freaks that I call them. These these people who are worth, you know hundreds of millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars, billions of dollars, whatever it is. If you want to separate yourself from the pack, all you got to do is make $400,000 a year. That's it. And you're in the top 1% of the United States in wealth. And that's not, it's not, it's not that difficult, 
but it just takes time. And I think the one thing that um, that I've had to learn, because I'm in an impatient motherfucker. I am super impatient. I want to get to the finish line as fast as humanly possible. That's just that's just the way I was raised. That's just the way I was fucking wired. I want to get there as fast as possible. And my and me being impatient has cost me years of being wealthy. And the reason is because I've made mistakes. And the reason is because I was comparing myself to others. And if you just stick to your journey and not give up and just stay laser focused and and implement the no's of your life, implement the see you at Thanksgiving's, separate yourself from the fucking average, all of a sudden in five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, you'll turn around and realize that, God damn, you built something big. You did something with your life. And it doesn't have to be monetary. It doesn't. It, everyone thinks it it has to do with money. And it, and it, in, in reality, it doesn't. In in my world, the the monetary success is experiences. If you're if you're willing and able and have the capability of go out there and do something, and if you have the freedom to do whatever the fuck you want, whenever you want, with whoever you want, and you love it, it's worth fucking doing. And it's worth putting in the work. Like that's what's so shocking to me is like I'm sitting here in this garage. I'm I've been derailed this this the the second second and third quarter of 2023. I've literally been derailed. I've been thrown off the fucking tracks. I've been if if you want to know a guy that's gotten some bad luck, just point my direction, okay? It's it's cost me tens of thousands of dollars this year. It I've made some huge mistakes and it set me back. I've taken those steps back, but I'm so laser focused on continuing and have experiences and continuing this journey and learning from my mistakes and learning from mistakes of others that ain't going to stop me. I'm going to keep fucking going and I'm going to keep setting goals. I'm going to keep doing my work. I'm going to, I'm going to stay fit because I'm, I'm Nate. I had a 30 day ab challenge. Okay. And there's like two and a half abs there. Okay. There's like three, maybe four abs. I didn't know my hip bone was where it was, okay, until I fucking hit it. But I'm just saying, like, I think if you can stay laser focused for the next five to ten years, you'll hit your goal, your dream, your want, whatever it is that you, you know, your desire in life, and it's gonna be feel fucking amazing. And with that being said, if you have made it this far to our power podcast, please like, subscribe, leave a review, share the show. We're trying to grow. We're trying to help as many people as we can, and we can't do it without your help. So if you are listening, please help us out. Grow the show. We don't advertise. We don't, our only ask is that you share the show so more people can learn. Pay your dues, okay? There's an entry fee, okay? And Nate just described it. That's all you got to do, okay? We don't, we're not asking for money. We're not selling a fucking course. We're not selling you some freaking crazy product off Amazon with our affiliate link. All we're doing is giving you value, and all you got to do in return is is pay the agreement. And the agreement is exactly what Nate just said. Exactly. So with that being said, take some take action. Some a- some oh, you action. stole my Let's line. Oh, what? Man, you stole my both my lines. Oh, good God, <laughs> Nate. What are you doing? It's hey, uh, I'm the, you know, with that being said, and you're the guy that says, Take some action. Yeah, there you go. Come on. What are, what are we waiting on? This is episode episode 71, I think. I believe it is. Dude, we're, we're, we're almost to 100. Can you imagine that? We started this podcast back in, 
I think it was like May, I want to say it was May 5th of 2022. And now we're almost through, almost, we got like three months left in 2023, four months left. I mean, we're, we've a year and a half, I think is the anniversary. I don't know. I don't know if you count year and a half anniversaries, you know, we're not, you know, this isn't a baby we're talking about, but you know, or, or, uh, you know, leasing a car, but dude, it's, I'm, I'm proud of this show. It's, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely been a unique, uh, growing experience. I don't know if, I don't know if you do this too, but I listen to about, I listen back to the show, which is awkward because I'm listening to both the, you and I talk and, uh, do I get fired up? I get fired up every time I listen to it. Oh, I mean, it's, it, it is, it's, and where we've come, uh, my, that's my biggest thing is like, yeah, I'll watch even some of the videos and, you know, we're putting the stuff up in, in our, in our, you know, early episodes where we would do this all video. And yeah, I mean, it, it's, we've come a long way. We're going to get even better. And then, and just, I mean, it, it's, it helps with everything. Like, cause I guess it just helps with my communication skills. Cause it's, it's talking, it's being able to go back and forth. Um, and it, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's it's just an awesome experience, awesome thing, and I, I enjoy. It. I'm glad we started this. Glad you got me on this to doing this, and yeah, man, I can't I can't wait to see where it goes, dude. It's so my biggest takeaway so far in the last like year and a half is probably like I I don't know how to say this, but dude, it's like a fucking pep talk for me. Like it's weird because it's I'm trying to motivate others, but I'm motivating myself, and that's kind of selfish. But at the same time, like when I listen back to it, I'm like, holy shit, like. I don't know who was sitting in that fucking room, but Nate and JC are fucking brilliant. Holy shit. Like this is, you get up off your ass right now and get some shit done. You know what I mean? Like when I hear the snooze goes off and I'm like, does an average person hit the snooze? Not today. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Dude, it does. It, it does get me motivated. Like it's, 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 we are, we're trying to motivate other people. We're trying to get other people inspired. We're trying to bring other people on, but it does. It's like, it does get me like back in the, oh, okay, fuck. I gotta get back on this. I didn't be, uh, I'm fucking slacking. I'm not taking enough action. I'm not doing my things. I am hitting the snooze button too much. I'm not getting up early enough, whatever it is. Uh, I'm not being productive enough, and it, it does. It fucking gets me motivated uh, myself. All right, so, Nate, before we before we end the show, I know you got to go eat dinner, you know, bake in the California sun and, yeah. and relax. What what is, uh, what, is the, what is the one productivity hack that you have for our listener for this week? What do they need to do? To get to get that step forward, to to take a little bit of action, what what is your suggestion for them? Man, they need to get uncomfortable. They need to put themselves in the uncomfortable situations when they realize, like, I don't want to do this. Why don't you want to do this? Because it's going to be uncomfortable, and you just got to do it anyways, and and take the punches, take whatever comes with it, because you will learn so much from putting yourself in that uncomfortable situation. And then when you have another that situation comes up again. You're going to be ready for it. You're going to be ready for the the objections. You're going to be ready for whatever comes at you because you've already been in that situation again. And and that that's the whole point of training. That's why you, you train no matter what. When you're in law enforcement, right, we freaking train the same damn thing hundreds of times. So, so when you actually finally got in that situation, you're as prepared as you can be. So get in an uncomfortable situation, embrace it, handle it, and and uh, get ready for that situation again. You'll be better next time. So my my productivity hack because I'm I don't know if I mentioned on this podcast we're, we're going to Mexico again so we're, we're like six seven days five five or six days uh, down in Mexico so um, the only reason why we booked this trip is is because and, and this is just a little hack for life okay I wanted to get back in shape I I was in incredible shape 
for like four months of the year. And then I banged up my knee and then I just sat on the couch and fucking iced my knee, put it up, ate ice cream and cookies and fucking chips and ate like shit. And I, I wanted to be able to get back into shape, but I needed like a little cookie at the end. My cookies are fucking trip. Okay. My, my cookies are fucking experiences. And my suggestion to you is, is in the next two or three months, plan a trip. It doesn't have to be very long. It doesn't have to be out of the country, but go and treat yourself after you've accomplished something that you set out, something difficult. I'm not saying, you know, oh, in the next two months, I'm only going to eat seven donuts a week. You know, not something stupid. All right. Set a real like not even attainable make it fucking crazy mine was abs okay i wanted to get back in crazy good lean shape so i fucking dieted and fasted and you know limited my alcohol content and i I got after it and when when you're able to accomplish that goal that treat at the end and for me it's experiences and you could be fucking crumble cookies you know what i mean so Something, you know, take the next week and, and think about something super challenging and then reward yourself at the end of it. Yeah, that, that's, that's fucking, it's the way to go. That's the way to do it. All right, till next time. Sure. Take some action. Cheers, it's about brother. drive, it's about power. We stay hungry, we devour. Put in the work, put in the hours and take what's ours.